look, if you don't want to make that change within yourself, it's not going to get better. This might not apply to everybody, but if you feel like you're rock bottom, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's a definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Imagery retired. Just take a second. Uh, uh, would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Uh, oh, it's the cap of the day. CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would want to be airborne? Best job, fucking best job I ever had. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. He <laughs> means three, two, one. What up, what up? Welcome to episode 122 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is Kenny. 
from Soldiers on Single Track. And as usual, I'm here with Buddy and Nick. Happy Saturday, everybody. Yo. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, doing today? How's things? Doing great. Doing great. Good. Uh, good. good. Weather's okay. warm. Yep. Delightful outside. It is. The weather's beautiful out here. In the, the, the North Pole and the South, the South Pole haven't flipped yet. Apparently, we're 75,000 years. There's no such thing as a North and South Pole, buddy. Mm. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're due for those times, aren't we, buddy? Yeah, I saw Apparently, that, The wind is going to be at like 1,000 miles an hour. It's going to get real hot for like seven days. And I was like, yeah. Jesus, I need to find a cave somewhere. Yeah. We need a secret. We need a bunker, like one of those underground. Like oh, yeah. I guess if the world flipped, it didn't wouldn't really matter, right? Like, yeah, I mean you'd be good after a week, apparently. <laughs> Whatever survives. Whatever survives, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or anyhow, anyhow, yeah, trash talkers. The, the as usual, people. one of the funnest parts of the show is where we ignite the dumpster fire, uh, also known as yeah, yeah. Most yeah. fun, you mean? Most fun, hey. Don't get get on me with my languages again, all right, buddy. I need, to, I, I need to make it very clear. Mark. Do I have to it's tell everybody that I speak three fun, languages now, buddy? And then English is not even my first well, language. Well, so now you're going to brag about having bad grammar in three different languages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Have <laughs> <laughs> some German people come on and they're like, yeah, yeah. that's not how you say that. That's, yeah, just like the stripper at Mickey's. She knew you were full of shit. Yeah, so, yeah. Hydrostatic's <laughs> not a real city. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Wham! Like, what? Yeah, Those... she, got, she was fired, though, immediately. Yeah, Mickey so. fired her right away. Uh -huh. so, uh, shout, shout out to, to Mickey's yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Shout, shout out to my wife, who was uh, eight months pregnant that night, too, and Mickey's. That was you, uh, yeah. you, few well, things I, few things <laughs> Amy was pregnant, too, with Tyler, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the girls with stab wounds and cesarean scars. We got pregnant women in there. Dave's getting water thrown on his face by a stripper. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Korean circle on Bragg Boulevard. That place is closed down now, though. I think. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that whole area is like closed down. That area. I hope so. There's like, there's so many dead bodies. It's funny, it's funny that you said that, and everybody just got quiet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was never in there. Never been in there. Nope. Never been wow. there. Nope. Never seen anyway. it. Up. <laughs> shout out to Mickey. Shout out to the Korean Circle. Shout out to Bragg Boulevard. Anyhow, I'm going to kickstart the Stumpster Fire. No, it's already And uh, today, oh, yeah, it already yeah. started, definitely. So <laughs> cheers. I got to get, get note-taking material. Yeah. You do, buddy. Um, so today we're going to talk about um, the real reason we invaded Iraq. Okay? Well, it's more like oil. a question. Why did we invade Wrong. Iraq? Wrong. We're going to get to that, buddy, and, and you can answer with oil. And uh, I'm going to answer with my tinfoil hat, probably, and claim what I'm about to talk about here. So... Um, I took notes again as well. So, so what a lot of people don't know is that Iraq used to be known as the old Ur of Sumer, right? Basically the cradle of civilization. The city of Ur was the first ever known city dating back 6,500 BC, which was built by the Sumerians. Okay. For those of you who don't know the Sumerians were, they basically provided us with the modern calendar as we know it today, uh, which is based on the lunar cycles, the wheel, the plow, irrigation systems, uh, they even spoke the first known language and most importantly, mm. evidence of the that? first recorded writing. It's all on the tablets. Just like we can talk about that. Let me finish here. All right. I took these notes. All right. Uh, I like, this shit yesterday. You sound like George from Vet Radio Syndicate that the Greeks yeah. invented everything. Like, what are we talking the Greeks, about? Greeks, no. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> the Jews would think otherwise when you talk about this, you know, um, Israel and all that stuff. But anyhow, Bruce. 
let's get back to my let's get back to my thing here, right? So Unless they're really good friends, and then they're Hebrews. So there's a lot of Sumerian <laughs> artifacts that can be found in Iraq and everything, um, which basically describe how supposedly the entire world was created. Okay, supposedly there's even a Stargate portal that was discovered in 1920. Now there are pictures of this portal online, and it's not fake. There is literally a stone like portal looking thing. Um, and Saddam had this whole thing like covered and it was by an air force base. No idea. I don't know anything about the Stargate portal, but it exists. You guys can Google it right now if you want. All right. So fast forward, uh, when we invaded Iraq, there was a lot of reports of looting and stuff, the museums, like it was all over the news, right? Like the museums were almost one of the first places that got hit. Okay. So there's a tons of videos online and eyewitness accounts of people that were looting these museums, like with earpieces on and stuff, like almost like it was strategic. Like they were like destroying artifacts and then they were taking a bunch of artifacts and, you know, like making them disappear. Almost like we're trying to erase history, you know, because a lot of the Sumerian teachings, um, if we followed those teachings, it would be completely different than what the Bible teaches us and all the other religions. Okay. Because the Sumerians think that, you know, we were genetically modified by the star people, which is also known as the Anunnaki. And that's a whole nother conspiracy in itself. Okay. Long story short, Anunnaki came here to mine gold. They created the Sumerians, blah, blah, blah. And it goes on and on, but we're not going to get into that. So my biggest question, basically pretty simple, right? There's a lot of history and stuff in, in Iraq. We know that. Okay. That is a fact. Yeah. We blew that shit up. Yeah. Did, um, was the <laughs> multiple war times. Did, yeah, yeah. Multiple times. Did we go over there to, uh, confiscate some of these artifacts and like, you know, like kind of just erase that history, that part of history that like is obviously completely different from what is taught now. Like, or was the Iraq war just about oil and stuff, but you know, like, I don't know. So me personally, I think they're the Sumerian history is insane. All right. Um, like I spoke about some of the things that they've invented and stuff. And like, like, I think Nick asked the question, how do we know, how old it was, blah, blah, blah. They were the ones that invented Carbon dating. Yeah, correct. Um, I'm big into the ancient alien theory, okay, where I think that maybe aliens might have flown down here and fucking, you know, took like some monkeys and, and did some crazy shit and then humans were there. So like, I'm, I, you know, that, that that's a theory, man. Like, um, Amanda says you've been watching too much uh, freaking ancient aliens. Yeah, I do watch ancient aliens like crazy. Okay, because um, I, I I believe that there is a higher power. All right, so I'm not like atheist. I'm more like agnostic. Um, I definitely believe that there's a higher power. But, <clears throat> but it's let's aliens. go back. Yeah, there's definitely the little aliens. gray guy. Right. The little yeah. gray guys. Yeah, the yeah. Anunnaki were really tall though. They had like these long necks and stuff. All right, let's get uh, back on topic. Let's stay on topic. Right. Uh, thanks, Amanda, for throwing me off. Um, yeah. I. I don't know. I don't think that we invaded Iraq. Well, yes, I do. I'd say 70. Yes. We went over there to like confiscate these artifacts and stuff. And that maybe there is a Stargate. Um, yeah. So 70. Yes. We went over there for some stuff and 30. Absolutely not. So I, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a, there's, there's a, the weapon of mass destruction might've been the Stargate. Fucking possible. Done deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's, that's right. why. Maybe maybe that's why, like the American people, just didn't understand what WMDs meant. Uh -huh. Like it's actually a fucking Stargate. Like Stargate, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just solved this on the you know on the web. We just here. did it. We just did <laughs> it. Yeah. Anyhow, Alex Jones. Fucking C one thirties up there. Right now. <laughs> 
All right, Kenny, what are your thoughts, man? Dude, uh, you know, I haven't heard this theory before, but it makes a lot of sense, honestly. I Googled uh, it last night. But... Hey, <laughs> yeah. kudos to you. You're making yeah, yeah. a believer out of me right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like running ops over there, I remember multiple accounts having to go and check out these random massive huts where they potentially thought weapons of mass destruction. But mm-hmm. like we didn't have any information of what was inside that. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, there was absolutely nothing, but potentially could have had something like a, like that inside of it. Uh, mm-hmm. nothing. I think it's possible more than anything. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think definitely that there might've been some artifacts that they just don't want to show us. Cause I think we're kept in secrecy a lot with a lot of stuff that goes on in the world, you know? And if some of these artifacts actually explain like, a different point of view on how humanity was created and everything and everything evolves like around our planet. Like, and we're trying to erase that because everything else that we're taught to believe, like, I don't know. Could yeah. be, could be. Yeah. Like, like the thought process that everything started there. Right. right. Uh, I mean, being right. over there, you learn all the, the what they're taught in their co- country and what. Correct. Well, which makes is nothing. Sense. They're all illiterate. that's also accurate too yeah that's why why god still runs that country because they can't read (laughs) okay so you're saying possibility whatever you know yeah we'll take it from there all right buddy currently i have a whole note card good job Um, so so, um, (laughs) i'm not talking about mermaid today i'm not talking about monkey people like so so i remember i remember when uh, the first time i went to iraq you guys were probably uh yeah we weren't even in the army yet yeah no probably not it was uh 0304 (laughs) yeah when i met you as an e2 you were a staff sergeant and when i became staff sergeant you were still staff sergeant but go ahead buddy i was actually a private at that point (laughs) i got gone i got back um, but anyway, the, first time, the first time I went there, we went down to Babylon and took like a, a like sightseeing trip or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, and here's where the problem is with your like they, we had to get told before we went in, hey, you're not allowed to buy any artifacts from the street vendors because they looted the museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. Um, so people were trying to get them. Oh, 100%. I'm not denying that. Yeah, but it was the like the Iraqis stole them, and mm-hmm. like we like we had people that were going there to try to get them to give them back to the Iraqis. That was a real program that was going on. Um, that being said, like we went to the Your walls, the, we went to the walls of Babylon. You know, the only part of the walls of Babylon that are still there are the ones that were underground because the rest of them were taken by the Germans to Berlin, like in the nineteen twenties. That's when the Stargate portal was found. Uh-huh. Well, then why would they wouldn't have just taken that too? I don't know. Maybe they didn't find it. I'm just saying, why did we wait like 80 years and be like, you know that Stargate portal that we got a USB, <laughs> we've got a USB plug that'll work for it now. We can charge it up. Like, let's go get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Nicholas Cage finally figured it out, you know, with yeah, the I National guess- Treasure. Isn't there a movie like, about? Isn't there a movie called Stargate? Yeah, Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. I feel like everybody searches for the reason that we went to Iraq, and it's real simple. The Bushes had beef with Saddam. I hate and like Saddam. Like, Saddam tried to kill his father. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> I don't care how many people or trillions of dollars it takes. We're fucking this dude up, 
and they did good, hundred percent. And 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 in the meantime, they made a lot of money off of it. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people made a lot of money. So I think I think the the answer to why is is pretty simple. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, and then I you guys were talking about finding weapons of mass destruction. I always love when they talk about that, and people are like, "Yeah, we had to go look for." Like you said, like we had to go look for do ops where we look for like. What box are they in? Are they in a box that says WMD? Not <laughs> <laughs> a fucking house made of a weapon of mass destruction, and I would have walked. Yeah, they're labeled. Out. They're labeled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, I mean, how many houses? Did we, yeah, yeah. Walk into where they were making IDs and stuff, and yeah, we could, you know, they were in holes box, under their fridge and shit. Yeah. And if I did find a box that was labeled WMDs. A, it would have been an Arabic, and I wouldn't have fucking known it. B, if I had <laughs> recognized it, I'd be like, well, I don't. What do we what, do with this? Yeah, what Let's now? Shoot it. Who's got yeah. a fifty cal? Fucking shoot it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't take a picture of it. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, don't pay attention to that SSE shit because when you take pictures, that's how you get caught. So. Good take, buddy. And that's. And let me go. Let me real quick before we pass it over to Nick. Let me. So, gosh, that's why wasn't why we invaded, and I. I you know, maybe like Bush and stuff. I get that, like the beef. But what what is your thought? Have you looked at like Sumerian history and stuff and like their tablets and like what they talk about and stuff? I, I have enough problem trying to figure out our history. I'm not like, <laughs> fucking Sumerian. But, Fair but, enough. And, and, well, it's and, not and spoken about. That's the thing. It's not say, spoken like, about as much. About history, I think you're just going to summarize some history for me. And, yeah. Yeah. And, Fair enough. Then I'm lost. Their shit's really interesting, and I'll maybe I'll talk about the Anunnaki next time. The Star People. Ooh, the Anunnaki. That's the thing that we need. Planet to X, see. Planet Nibiru. Yeah. Ooh man, that's ooh, all. I, that's all Sumerian stuff. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I was just shaking. Oh, you're just you just agreeing with the asshole. <laughs> right, it's called. It's called placating. <laughs> I'm placating you right now. Thanks, buddy. But, uh, love, you, yeah. love you too. Anyway, all right. Good take, Nick. Yeah, for all for all these, I'll I'll, got, I'll give you the actual answer here, guys. Like, so, um, like the whole combat just, theater just, is a just, toxic super site. All right, sorry, that's what Ro- Roger, Jeremy. Um, so gotcha. <laughs> that's so, a mighty big word. Yeah, I don't use yeah, those. Uh, we don't, we don't, yeah, we don't use those words. But he acts stupid, but he's actually extremely intelligent. Yeah, Brian uh, is actually from mm-hmm. the Appalachian. So, but here's uh, mm-hmm. he, here's here's what is really going on because for all these conspiracies to exist. Right. Remember, we have to we have to agree that there's a world power. Right. Otherwise, there's no way they could coordinate these conspiracies or have this type of control or do all this stuff. Like there has to be there has to be a group of people sitting in a room saying, fuck that place. OK. Uh, and it's the, it's the same thing as Al Qaeda. Right. Once Al Qaeda is done with somebody or the CIA is done using that person. Right? All of a sudden we have this magical raid where. We kill, like Delta goes in there, kills the guy, and everybody, the SEALs go in there, and it's like, how, how come we didn't kill this guy like five years ago? Well, because we weren't done fucking using him yet. All right, so here's uh, here's what happened. We went 100% went into Iraq to take over the Stargate um, because we don't, I think it's because we are, I don't know what we're going to use it for. All right, but we're, well, we're using it already. Bro. We're yeah, we're probably already using it. But the world power is like you know we kept it over here because you know Saddam we had him on the payroll. Uh, you know the Germans tried to get it, whatever. We took them out, and it's like now what? What are we really? What are we using it for? 
Okay, so that I think that's the real conspiracy. It's not that we went there. I think that's true. I think we went there to, to find this. You point. mentioned Stargate last time. That's why, like, yeah, would entice me to talk about this one. Yeah, you know, and and again, it's those Asian cultures where one of the biggest problems that I have with today's society is that they think like Asian cultures were stupid. You know, and it's like Sumerians no, were super intense. No, they fucking weren't stupid. Yeah. All right, you know, <laughs> I mean, look at the, the we we actually you know. The spiral menorette in Samara, you know, like they, they apparently they freaking, you know, came up with algebra like right there and then they just stopped. I don't know. Rob says we got the Stargate to go to other galaxies to fight aliens. Yeah. So we're in a, we're already in intergalactic war. Right. Exactly. Like, so the powers that be like if whether they were spawned <laughs> by the they were spawned by aliens or not, like. You know, you know, you think of all these Marvel movies. This shit, it's, it's real. <laughs> right. like, it's real shit, guys. You know, I think, and then, the, I think more of the Star Wars look. You yeah. know, like that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, pretty soon you have portals opening up. You know, and then you know Anderson's going to come back, and he's going to he's going to help us out with the portals. Uh, and, and then he'll announce to humankind that we're part of the Galactic Federation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what's the Stargate? Come on, man. What's the Stargate? <laughs> just, just search it. We've already talked about it. We already, Google it. Uh, yeah, Google, Googleize it or just watch Kurt Russell. He goes through the Stargate. Um, but no, I, I live my life based off of movies and, you know, <laughs> it, it's, you know, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Right. Like he, oh, told yeah. us, he, was... he told us all from the beginning that the Nazis were crazy about the occult and finding the Ark of the Covenant, finding these Stargates, you know, because obviously building UFOs. Yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah. You know, they got the rocket technology first. Where'd they get that from? Mm-hmm. Right, you think you know, Albert Einstein thought of it? No, man, they're aliens, dude. Oh. So Hitler's an alien. The but, uh, it who is created NASA. Who created NASA? Yeah, but just a hundred percent, hundred percent that we went into Iraq to find this freaking portal, and uh, mm. now now that we have it, I hope we use it for good. I like it. I like it. Yeah. But okay, well that, that's, <laughs> that settles that. Yeah. That settles that. I told you I give you the truth. Mm. Um, yeah, I, but I feel like I feel like I doubt the fact. I doubt we're going to use it for good. I mean. I mean yeah. It depends on what your, it depends on what your level of good is. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> ETT throw punch, throw punch Monday. I'm an alien. No, Dave is an alien. Yeah. So, well, hey, welcome, Len. If that's Len watching, I don't know who's uh, controlling that admin today, but uh, whatever. Um, I hope I hope that show gets kicking off again, Len. It's been like I don't know five months since you did one. Uh, but okay, let's get into the book of Rome. Now, this is, again, I, I, I kind of spoiled it with, you know, giving you truth already. But this is, again, will be the most important part of your week. Uh, you know, pay attention to it, write it down, live by it, swear by it, and then everything will be okay. Uh, but actually, I'm, I'm going to caveat off of uh, Buddy's uh, honesty cap last week and kind of going off of what I said a couple weeks ago, you know, about, you know, you can you can do whatever you want to make yourself happy. Like, that's fine, but nobody else has to accept it. Like, none. All right, nobody has to accept your shit, okay? Um, here, here's here's what we're, like, we'll caveat off the Bud Light thing that Buddy was all triggered about. And Dave doesn't understand. He He's trying to start some drama saying, why are people getting triggered by a, a, a beer can, right? It's not, it's not the beer can. It's the fact that somebody was fucking dumb enough to put it on a Bud Light can. All right, because now That's it's like problem, though. But exactly, but and, and it is their fault. They're hurting from it now. So if, oh, if you're paying, if you're paying, that. if you're paying attention to the news, the VP of marketing is taking a leave of absence. She gone. Okay, because really? I, I she I she she, she yeah, you she. sexist. All right, and then uh, however, 
the can't be canceled yeah. right now. <laughs> <Can't> cancel. <laughs> All right, me out of everybody, right? <laughs> and and then Bud Light just, I mean, but Anheuser just hired two consultants. One that worked for Trump, and the other worked for Ted Cruz to make sure that they get up back on the right track, right? Like, hmm. Weird. Okay. And so again, yeah, you shouldn't get triggered over the Bud Light camp, but it, it, I think again, you, you could put the conspiracy on this as well to where are they trying now to target to see what would happen if they did that? Like, Hey, what would the response of, you know, the middle-class white males be? And like I talked about a couple weeks ago, if you don't have the support of the middle-class white male in America, you're probably not going to get too far. Okay. Like it's, it's, I know it sucks for somebody, but that's just the way it is. Um, and again, I'll talk about this now. What I was saying before is we we are in a mental health crisis in America. All right? We are in a mental health crisis around the world. Um, and if you've heard me talk before on The Big Earl, you got to look at things as a system. There isn't one answer. There isn't a linear approach to this. There's a billion things that come into it. All right? And that's why we said I want to get into a little bit about veteran trash talk again. That's why we started this is that we don't have the answers to everything. In fact, I probably don't have the answers to 99% of your fucking problems, all right? But it's like, it, I might have the answer to something Dave's got going on wrong. Dave might have the answer for something that I got going on. Kenny might have the answer for something. Buddy. But if the community gets bigger, somebody might have the damn answer, all right? Uh, and But the main thing that we preach here, and I think the reason why we've blown up so fast, uh, is... We don't let you get away with saying, I am a victim of PTSD. I am a victim. We don't allow that at Veteran Trash Talk. right? We acknowledge the fact that those things 100% do exist. I mean, we'd be dumb as shit to say it's not because I'm crazy as fuck. Right. You know, and like, you know, you know, buddy's crazy. Right. Like we, we got we, we got our little twerks and things and our demons. We call them on Veteran Trash Talk. Our demons are inside of us. We own them. All right. So this goes back to that, the whole transgender crap. Right. Transgender people are mentally fucking handicapped. All right. Mentally handicapped. It's that simple. Okay. And I hope that cutting your dick off makes you happier. I really do. All right. But you don't get to play against my daughter in sports. Right. Like, I don't have to accept that. I don't have to accept that at all. Like, I think you're a clown. Okay. So, again, the Book of Earl, pretty simple. All right. We are in a mental health crisis. One of the problems, one of the problems, one of the million problems is we are now in the news and in society. Real quick, Jeremy said he's a victim of tacos. Yes, dude, I was I was thinking about that today. I was. At, I, I wish was I could at, give Jeremy stars right now. Yeah, Jeremy, <laughs> I am a victim of tacos too. I'm in El Paso. It's crazy. So like, I put on a little bit of weight since I retired because these fucking tacos, right? They're too, they're that good. But um. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a good comment. Uh, so the mental health crisis is not getting helped by society or by the media because we are actually justifying mental health issues. All right. We're justifying people being crazy. Like we're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to help them. We're not supposed to justify their behavior. And this goes for the veterans out there. Right. When you have PTSD and you have your symptoms of PTSD, which are all different for lots of different people. And I, this is a good segue into what Kenny's got going on. Right? Your PTSD isn't the same as mine. Right. And it's just a blanket term for a bunch of other things. You own that shit. All right. That's yours. 
Okay. Nobody else has to deal with me being an asshole. Dave does all the time, but like, you don't have to deal with me being an asshole. That's not your responsibility. All right. And I don't get to say I have PTSD. I'm sorry. No, it doesn't work that way. Okay. Own your shit. All right. Stop justifying the bad aspects of, you know, the mental health crisis, justifying it, coddling it. All right. No. It's, hey, we're going to talk about this, and then we're going to get better. All right, so that's what I got for the Booker Bureau. Uh Anybody got any comments oh, on that? I do. I yeah. do. I do. I think, uh, I think you're right, and I think that the problem is – one of the problems, there's many of them, but one of the problems is that we attribute freedom to being able to do whatever you want with no consequences. Like, you can, you're free to do whatever you want, but you – you also have to bear the responsibility responsibility of the consequences of your actions. Like you can, you know, it's like the, you know, the people that are like, Oh, you know, this guy found out that his daughter was being molested and he killed the guy that was molested or molesting his daughter. Okay, cool. Like, you know, at, at the end of the day, the consequences of his actions, he's fine with them. Like he's like I'm good with that. Like I'm good. With, you want to send me to prison for life? Cool. Like I'm gladly. Like I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll bear whatever consequence comes because I know that there's a consequence, but I know that that dude's gonna die. Like, and it's it's gonna take a while and it's gonna hurt. There'll be a lot of pain involved. Um, but the, but the thing <laughs> is, he's thought about this. I, I'm very honest, serious I, there for a second. Well, I might have to I'm never cool. air this show again a, in case anything a, ever happens. Isn't that premeditated? I had a, I had a, oh, it would definitely, but it would be like I would go to court and be like, yeah, I did it. I yeah. thought about that though. I don't know, like then, because then you're gone from your kids the rest of your life. Like if the guy got locked mm-hmm. up forever, like I'd want to kill him for sure, but then like now I'm missing my child's life forever. You know, that's all right. Because at the end of the at the end of the day, she would know that uh, somebody was there, and percent wouldn't have to deal with like, oh, nobody, nobody did anything for me. Like, yeah, I mean, that's not. Yeah, I'm not going to talk we about did. murder anymore. Anyway, that being said, like yeah, let's said, not talk about murder anymore because we actually have to. In case we actually have to do it, now we're incriminating ourselves. Yeah. So if, let's, you, uh, <laughs> if you if you if you want to be uh you know if you want to be a transvestite, you want to you want to change from your one sex to the other sex. That's fine. You have the freedom to do that, but nobody 100%. else has. The, but but you have to bear the responsibility of nobody agreeing with you. Yeah, like, you're not really a girl. Yeah, like <laughs> you want to, you want to, you want to be, you you want to play dress up, or you want to like put on a wig or whatever, and then try out for a girls' swim team or softball team or. Football, yeah, whatever team, like, no, like you're. That's we're we're not as a society. We have to grab our proverbial knots and say, nope, not gonna be a thing. And I don't care if it hurts your feelings. Like your feelings aren't the priority. The priority is to have a fair competition between girls or women and a fair competition between men. If you can't hack it on the guy's side, then either don't play. Or do what every other dude. Yeah, be a nerd. Become a computer yeah, nerd. You make more money now, train, anyways. Yeah, people train their entire lives for this. Sh- I, the one that really got me was a the swim team. That girl for like the scholarships oh, and everything. Yes. That's, my, that's my Halloween costume yeah. this year. Because like personally, <laughs> I'm like I'm like buddy. I'm like buddy. Like if one of you guys came, like Dave, man, I'm, 
I'm gonna transition, dude. I'll be your biggest supporter, homie. I got you. You do what you want to do, you know. But the way they you're try not, to you're shove not showering it down, my daughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the, just the way it's being shoved down our throats. Just as much as they want us to accept them, you know, they can't be telling us that we have like it's it, it's just a double standard. Well, here, that's yeah, exactly that's my that was that's, my that's what that's I don't what understand. It, that's what I was gonna get into is you know I think I always bring up the bell curve. I, I think if you're far right or far left, you're sick in the head as well. Like you have a disease. Yeah. All right. The problem with the disease on the left is it's a much bigger one. Okay. There's a lot more people on the left than there are on the far right. Okay. And that it is a disease. And that, like you're saying, Dave, the majority of the middle class, the middle people, the ones that are centric, the actual centric, it's not like Mike Levine. I hope you're watching Mike, but you're not a centrist. You're a lefty. Okay. Like, what up, Mike? Uh, yeah. Um, he puts that as centrist on Twitter, but he, all he does is post shit about Republicans. Right. And it's like, you know, whatever. You're you're sick in the head if you're a leftist, okay? You're sick in the head if you're a rightist. Like you're you're sick, okay? If you think that like there's a greater race if you're on the far right and you're like a fucking Nazi, like you're a horrible person, yeah. okay? And you're something wrong in your head. If you're on the far left, like the real far left, and you think it's okay that you know some dude is crushing women's records in sports, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Like there's something wrong in your head. And and here's the problem: they want that disease to spread, so they are going to force it on you. Right. Or like they, they are going to say, no, you have to accept this. But no, no, we don't. What's the end state, though? Like, what's the purpose? They don't have an end state. They just they just the, they're, they're unhappy. They want everybody else. That's to be the thing. Around if, you them. Noticed, if you notice the, the end state is to push the line, mm-hmm. get people to be OK with it and then push the line and push the line and push the line. And then when people argue about it and say, no, like. I can remember, what, 10, 15, maybe 20 years ago when people were like, hey, if we allow, I think it was gay marriage at the time. They were like, oh, if we allow gay marriage, then we have to allow, what, are we going to allow people to marry dogs and people to marry, like, whatever? Well, fast, and, and everybody argued it. And I was I was with the argument of, well, that's kind of a stupid, slippery slope. Like, that's dumb. Like, you that's can't even compare it in that sense. Like, well, uh, well, hold on. 20 years later. There are people marrying fucking zombie dolls and fucking dogs and goddamn cats and cars and all this other bullshit. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, you got your, you got your social and that's, and that's where I come in then. You know, like, I am zero, like, not affected, like, that much by any of that shit that goes on. It doesn't affect me. It, it doesn't, doesn't affect you doesn't. yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, of yeah. course. It, like, like, like Buddy just spoke about how, like, as a society where we need to be strong evolve, and, yeah. and progressing, we don't want to regress and actually, like, and like I said, it's, we've already covered this a thousand times on the show. Yeah, the yeah. critical part of you know, you know, s- trust the science that you don't know what to fucking do this, right? Like, stop, right? Yeah. Like, just it's just, well, it's just and, and that's how we got to that's how we got to that point is that we we've been like we've allowed people to cloud everybody's logic to the point that now we don't even know what a a, a man or a woman are. Like, you can't define any either of those. Are, are non-definable at this point, right? Right. But the, the problem is... Well, they are, just not by the crazies. Well, well, here's the thing. The problem is that, like, Dave, you're agnostic, so you're like, yeah, it doesn't affect me, right? Well, but it does affect people that are religious, right? Whether mm-hmm. you're... A, oh, a yeah, really I have buddies that are offended by my yeah. thought, which you're a yeah, fucking well, asshole but, to think that, you know? Like, not well, you, but, but like... 
But here's the thing. Like, I don't hate on other people's religions. Whether you're you're Islamic, whether you're a Baptist, a Catholic, a Protestant, like, whatever, right? Well, here's the thing. Marriage, by definition, is a religious ceremony. It is. Right? Marriage is is, uh, Latin. uh, The Hebrew and Latin text is sex. Yeah, but because it means that you're now able to have sex in the eyes of God, right? Right. So it's a religious ceremony. Well, when you put the the word, because words have meanings, when you put that word into something that religions don't, and the government, which is a non-religious organization, says, well, you can get married. Well, then you're offending all of those people because you didn't even ask the people who it actually affects, right? Yeah, this is a whole other show. This could be a whole other show. Yeah. All right. If you if you don't believe in gay people getting married, cool. Let them call it something. And if you just tuned in, I, I have no problems with gay people getting married. <laughs> but he was not talking to me. Well, if you just tuned in. I'll do the I'll do the, I'll do the segue to Kenny here. Uh, I actually have several gay friends. Yeah. I, oh, I have a gay friend. Yeah, it's typical. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. I got a black friend. Yeah. Um, so I listened to Tupac. What I did there, that was good, huh? Yeah. That was good, huh? Yeah. No, no. Not only do I not have a problem with gay people. Friends. We all know, buddy. Like we're we're good. Now he's yelling again, and we can't yeah, hear. Him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> your microphone's not picking up your triggerness. Uh, so yeah. You're gay. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're gay. So now you don't have to deal with all the bullshit that married people have to deal with. You guys can just and like go do fun things, and then if when it doesn't when it doesn't work out, you got to just go your separate ways without like a lawyer getting involved. Oh fuck that! You need <laughs> all of it. Yeah, you get all that legal legal yeah. dick now. Yeah. So, and shout out to the kings, all right? Because we got Monica watching. She knows that I'm all for the boys, right? And you know, I'm glad that the men are taking over every female record, all right? Uh, because I think we deserve it. I think uh, you know, we won, <laughs> like you know, obviously we have the we, we won Woman of the Year, all right? Caitlyn Jenner is a man. Okay, we uh I think Miss Puerto Rico's a dude. So like now we're winning beauty pageants. Uh and you know, we're winning, we're breaking all the swim records. Like oh, it's a king, great time to be yeah, a it is a great time to be a king. Are all right, like yeah, we are we are just just destroying things. And check out that soccer player. <laughs> that, that soccer player, right? The the, oh, the, the soccer player that signed everything over to his this mom. This is why our YouTube following is not high. I know. Did you, uh, but did you, uh, you, guys are tracking, you guys are tracking that soccer player that's worth $70 million. Oh, yeah. Well, his mom. Yeah, we talked about him last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did talk about yeah, it. Fucking Kings are winning. She's going to have to pay him alimony because technically oh, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, worth yeah. shit. Yeah, that is so awesome. Okay, but anyways, so obviously, as you can tell, if you're watching it for the first time, <laughs> we, are, we, we are all mentally handicapped. Okay, like we have problems, right? And that's where Kenny comes in, okay? Because Kenny has started a nonprofit, and I believe it's up in Oregon. Uh, and it takes uh, veterans, first responders, uh, people struggling with their demons uh, to the outdoors bike riding. Uh, and I, I went on your uh, website a few times, and it's, you know, it is phenomenal. It looks super freaking awesome. And I could really, really see the benefit, and I can't wait to hear. Uh, how you got it started, why you got it started, how people can give you money, all that good stuff. But let's just get down to it. I, I like Kenny right away because he's the first guy, all right, to actually 
put in his bio that he was in a cab unit. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> oh, a, lot of, a lot of times we have to dig into it to find out what their service was and what they did. But he was actually proud of being in a cab. Once they know we were all infantry, it's like, yeah. oh, I wasn't cab. I was yeah, yeah. I just don't talk yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we all know you weren't airborne because that would have been the first thing out of your mouth. But it's, uh, you know, like, <laughs> we, we, we're better. But I can, welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome, brother. Welcome, welcome to the dumpster fire. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on, your service, or well, talk whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, hey, so appreciate having me on. Uh, yeah, un- unfortunately, fortunately, I was an infantryman in the cab unit. Uh, you know, <laughs> mechanized. Uh, it worked out pretty Death well. Death before me. dismount. Exactly. All those fun things. <laughs> hey, but we got really big guns to shoot, so that made it worth it, I guess. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing says uh, suicide prevention like having a song about shooting yourself at the end. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a good one. Yeah. Apparently, Dave and uh, Dave and, and Bucket Nick were never in any cab world. No, you didn't have it? to memorize their. Uh, they're we Gary did. Owen. We did. We're 87. They have a cab song that you the, for the combat spurs that you have to kill yourself at the end. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That would yeah. explain. That would explain fucking three core. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it is. <laughs> I uh, I got the <laughs> song. Like I I got there and, and they were like, oh, we have to go on the spur ride. And I was like, well, what's that? They like explained it to me and then I'm like, they're like, and you have to memorize this little poem song thing. And I started reading it and I was like. I'm not doing this. Like, what the fuck are you talking? The dude kills himself at the end. What are we talking about? Real? Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're still here, Kenny. I'm glad you didn't follow the code to Fiddler's Green or whatever. Yeah, you know, that's part of the reason why forehead is the way it is now. I guess you know, people kind of taking that to heart. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Three Core. You suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Floor's yours, brother. Floor's. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, yeah, so infantry did uh, four years back in uh, was here 06 to 2010. Uh, I got out and, like you guys said, man, had my demons to deal with for like 10 years and try to figure life out outside of that uh, jump from job to job and just trying to figure life out and get things going in, in a healthy manner, right? So uh, I ended up in the summer of 2021 uh, getting back onto a mountain bike I used to as a kid you know, dorking around, trying to stay out of trouble, building sketchy jumps and having fun. Right. Uh, started riding bikes and then kind of dove off the deep end and was riding and racing my bike that whole summer of 2021. And, uh, leading into that, I had some major cognitive issues. Uh, unfortunately I was in, fortunately I was in a Bradley, uh, but we were hit by an IED and I had a massive TBI from that. And so the, uh, cognitive issues I have from that, kind of are worse now than they were back then. So uh, I was missing a lot throughout my day and just mentally kind of just not doing things right. So my doctor su- kind of suggested I need to get into a hobby. And so I started riding my bike again. And it that summer completely 180 flipped my life around. So I kind of went to the drawing boards after that and talked to my wife and said, okay, this helped me this much in just one year, like not even a full year three months, it's got to be beneficial for the whole community in some manner. Um, and so I kind of sat on it over the winter and just try to think of a way to bring mountain biking into the veteran world um, and try to help others out in some manner um, and really couldn't figure it out. And my wife said, just start something and work from there and figure it just out. Go you know? yeah, just go for it. Just go for it. Just send it. Yeah. Right. Just send her. 
Um, <laughs> adapt and overcome. And that's essentially what I've been doing. Um, I'm starting to kind of really get things honed in now that I've been doing it for almost a year. And so our main goal is basically to rebuild, rebuild the community in the veteran, uh, even, even active duty, right? Uh, but com- building that community that you have while you're in. And after you get out, a lot of us all kind of struggle with that losing your community. Like mm-hmm. you're in, especially infantrymen, like you have that day in and day out camaraderie and then you don't have that when you get out and you miss it. So rebuilding that and then giving people a challenge and purpose again. Um, mountain biking in its own is challenging, but even me who's been riding for years, it's still challenging. And someone who's brand new to it is like obviously super challenging. Um, so, and then it gives them a purpose to try something and become something great again. So my, our main goal is community challenge purpose. And we are now having veterans across the nation. We have groups, uh, like I'm here in Oregon. We have groups, Oregon, Washington, California, Idaho, Montana, nice. um, Utah, there's, and then up and down, literally up and down the East coast. We actually had a, our, one of our biggest group rides in Rhode Island today, uh, a bunch of them have been texting me. They had like 16 veterans out for that one ride. Um, next weekend, I'm actually flying out to North Carolina to help out with a, an event we have out there. Uh, we have like 22 veterans that are going to show up for that one. Where is that at, North Carolina? It's going to be outside of Hendersonville, okay. uh, the Alpine Mount Pisgah. Okay. Yeah, Mount Pisgah area. There's a, a trail network and a, a group, Canuga, uh, Ride Canuga. Um, they're graciously going to donate uh, all of our entry fees for free. And so any veteran that shows up for that gets to get in for free for that one um, and, and come in and ride with us. So we're very fortunate that we've had the support that we've had from other avenues, but it's more so to get that community back together and to show them like outside of pop therapy, which is pushed for a lot of people. And it works for a lot of people. I did it for a little bit. Um, and then it just really wasn't for me. Um, riding my bike is by far the best therapy for me. Um, or the, I guess the hot word is adjunct therapy, right? Getting outdoors, being outdoors, it's proven to be better for your mental state as well as sure. being, being active, right? Um, being active, working out, um, honing in on that quick, uh, quick reaction recall helps your neuro cells and all that. So all these things combined together help the community and the vet, the individual veteran as well as the community as a whole. Um, we're watching friendships grow where people wouldn't have met outside of this um our events and or like our groups that people get together or communicate through us um and then they're getting together and they're again having that uh, community even outside of our rides and building friendships outside of that and that's that's what i was going to hit on real quick so like talk to the audience a little bit or explain to them what these events look like so like obviously you guys get together you go on these courses or whatever you ride your mountain bikes and then like what happens afterwards? Like you guys get together, like do you like talk yes. about that a little bit. So <clears throat> now that we're kind of, sp- now it's spread outside of my, not necessarily my control, but my area, uh, we have individuals that have stepped up to lead that area. Um, for instance, like this North Carolina group, right? We have two guys out there that are take- leading the charge, right? So they set a date, set a location, and then give me the information. And we kind of post it on our social media. People show up for the ride. And it, it's at your skill level. We're not going to expect someone to go down like the gnarliest thing ever that they've ever seen. Like you watch Rampage, Red Bull Rampage on YouTube. We're not going to expect you to do something like that. Like I'm not going to try to do some shit like that. That's insane. I'll so 
I'll do it. I was about to say I'll do it. I'll yeah. I'll die tomorrow. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, we'll bury you out there. Yeah. We went skiing with the real quick. We went skiing, didn't we, Nick? And like, I had, I'm, I almost died. I hadn't done it like 15 years, or what about 10 years? And we went down the diamond. It's like let's do this thing. I'm like you're crazy. I think we're the only two. You actually you did really well because like, apparently you skied a lot. But yeah, I went from down Wisconsin, yeah. the diamond trail. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, but yeah. so I go up to the top Send of this. It, yeah. I mean, not to like take away from your thunder, but I go up to the uh, top was, of this. Yeah, I go up to the top of this mountain. Yeah, right. Like I'm on top of it, right? And I'm in blue jeans and like a winter coat. Yeah, you know. And I'm like, I'm looking straight down, like I this. Was there like, too. And yep. like, and I know how to do this. Like in my head, I'm like, I know how to navigate this to get down through this black diamond, this triple black diamond. Yeah. Like I, I know how to do this. Like I've done it before, <laughs> but like not in like 20 something fucking years. Right. And so the first hop I take, cause you got to jump down it as it's steep. Yeah. So the first hop I take, I just go. It took me like two and a half hours, like just to find a ski. You know, and like by the time I got down to the like to the like the shed, I'm like, I I need whiskey, <laughs> whiskey now. That was fun. Yeah. So yeah, we're not gonna do that, right? That, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. what we're doing. Okay, nah, so I'll still do it. We, yeah, right. So we meet people like at their skill level, um, and then it's not as it, it's most of our rides are what us mountain bikers call enduro or downhill. So more of a gravity fed type riding, obviously you pedal up as a group and then you gravity fed trails down, but there's disciplines all across like road cycling, gravel cycle riding cross country. If that's those things that you're into, like we facilitate the mount, like the, the outlet for you to get a group together and go do that. Um, so we facilitate at least um, one monthly ride is our goal in each area. Um, nice. you do your ride, uh, together, you know, share your jokes, laughs, um, whatever you guys want to share on your ride together and enjoy that, that time and that experience and build that camaraderie together, uh, post ride. I mean, generally we all kind of hang out the truck trap, like, and just BS afterwards. And some people go get a meal together. Some don't uh, like, obviously people have lives outside of this. So go back to their families and whatnot. But ideally the goal is to continue that, that friendship and camaraderie with each other. So there's a lot of people that like get numbers and hang out, post rides or like, Hey, on a whim, I'm going to go ride here. Does anyone want to come with? It doesn't necessarily have to be one of our events. Um, and then we also have a race team that we launched this year. Uh, we have 60 people across the nation and all oh, different, nice. all different, uh, disciplines. Like I said, cross country, gravel road, uh, enduro downhill. So we have all these people that we're trying to help support and get them out riding and racing and just helping spread the word of what we have going on for other veterans to see and that it's benefiting them in a positive way. Now, That's when you're, when you're quick. racing, oh, when you're racing, do you wear the tights? Nah, I, I'm not one of those. I wear what like Nick will be out there immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he likes men in tights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. Uh, like this. Um, <laughs> no, but like, does your race team wear the tights? No. So actually here, I have a sitting right here. So we actually just have our brand new race jersey that we just came out with. It's loud Ooh. and obnoxious. Oh, uh, I like that. Nice. Yeah. So like our race team is wearing that. Uh, it's a loose, loose fit jersey, long sleeve gotcha. jersey. And then I, uh, I think you should what, go with leotards. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> like, like wrestling singlets. Yeah. Does this yeah, cost just, anything? Well, I was going to ask, does this cost no. anything for the events that are joining, like on your specific, like, you know, get togethers or whatever. Yeah, no, hundred percent free to veterans. Nice. Uh, uh, any event, uh, and, uh, if a veteran doesn't have a bike, we do our best to try to facilitate getting them on a bike. Um, 
I'm currently. But they don't know how to ride a bike. Oh, stop it. <laughs> All right. We got, like, come on. We got a lot of Marines that are watching. All right, you know? That's true. That's true. What if they try to eat the tire? What if they, they hey, eat you the know, tire? It's not a black cram. <laughs> Shout out to you, Jarheads watching. Yeah. I love all of yeah. you. Yeah. Don't eat the tire. <laughs> yeah. No. We do our best. Oh, but... Yeah. Buddy, buddy's still yelling, can't understand him. Yeah. So, yeah, so we we do our best. Uh, like I myself, I am a certified coach. Uh, so I, people that are up in our area, I could le- legally and safely coach them to get up to speed quick and be able to keep up with the group. And we have nice. other other riders that are, are also certified coaches. And our goal is to kind of in each area have someone eventually that is certified for for those type of instances. Um, we're trying to work with companies to kind of work on like uh, getting demo bikes out. Um, that was part of the thing uh, at the ride today in Rhode Island. A local bike shop came out to help support them and brought some demo bikes just in That's case. That's awesome. Yeah. What's that? So, lo- do, can you got the name of that or no? Uh, give, so, give a little bit of love. Yeah. So there was the Trek bikes out in Rhode Island. I can't remember the specific name right Trek now. Bikes. Uh, yeah. The, the Trek bike shop in Rhode Island. They came out. And sorry, I don't remember their specific name. You're good. You can, yeah. if you ever get it, just shoot it to us. We'll blast yeah. it out. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. What's up. So they, they came out and helped out huge for that ride. Um, and Love so it. we're, we're very fortunate that we've gotten support of the mountain bike community as a whole um, and, and the love and support for the veteran community as well. So what's your long-term vision? You want to do it all across the country? Well, yeah. That's what I kind of, add. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on that kind of thought too, Dave is like yeah. what as a 501 C like what, what can, you know, if, if the veteran trash talk community, for some reason, there's somebody watching that wants to give you a butt ton of money. Like, where does that go? What does it goes, do? 1000, all, all money just dives right back into our programs. So like I was saying, we, we do our monthly rides in each region um, and helping promote those rides and, and getting supplies to those, those people in those rides, our race program, um, helping promote or getting gear, Arts help pay for race fees, um, even travel to and from races or lodging. Nice. Any any money that we get, oh, and then we are also have a what we call bikes to vets program. We actually entirely donated a bike parts to a veteran in uh, Atlanta earlier this year, hmm. only through the veteran community. That was not like donations from uh, bike shops or anything like that. Like we put a post out, like a veteran's bike broke. He's looking for some help, and we had an outpour from the veteran community as a whole to just donate. Like we had one guy donate a, a complete brand new frame, fork, uh, like the suspension, brakes, handlebars, oh, grips, like the entire bike, and it was entirely free to this veteran. And so we are taking that idea, and essentially, I have a bike sitting out in my garage right now that I'm slowly building up and trying to get parts for. So <laughs> another part of our programming is that as well. So then I go with what Dave asked, like, what's the, what's the future? What's the next step? And like, how, one, how do people donate to you? And then two, like I said, where, where do you want to grow into? What's the long-term like Dave asked? Yeah. Long, long-term, obviously we want to have uh, regions or chapters, what, what, whatever you want to call them in, in every state mm-hmm. and being able to help any veteran in their state. Mm-hmm. Right. So they don't have to try to travel super far to try to get to an event. Um, and also being able to supply each area with bikes so that they have them on hand. If a veteran reaches out and says, Hey, I'm struggling. I need a bike to come out and do it. That's their, at their, at their beck and call. 
Um, and just getting the community, uh, veteran community together, really, especially post um, separation, is huge yeah. for us. Right. And so, what, how how do they donate to you? Where do they, like, what's yeah? The so uh, our website is Soldiers on Single Track, all one word. dot org. Uh, we also have a Venmo and a PayPal, and you can find both of those under the charities side. It is S O S M T B. Kenny. Once you uh, once you get a few thousand dollars saved up in your donation, can I interest you in a slightly used uh, Stargate? Uh, <laughs> it costs a little bit more than a couple grand, buddy. Not uh, the buddy, buddy hit it in his tough box when when he left. Yeah, yeah, when he when he left, <laughs> when he slayed the camera. How did you make giant. it out of Kuwait? But yeah, how did you make it out of Kuwait with that thing in your top I, box, man? I paid with some of. I, I sent him on a tour of an alien planet. Oh, yeah, right. And they're like, Covered you know it with what? the Don't worry about it. Done deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually put in a box and I clearly marked it not a Stargate. Yeah, not, 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 do not open not a Stargate. Do not open. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Not, everything's <laughs> legal in here. Everything trust me. Here is legal. <laughs> not, not an interdimensional transportation device. No contraband. So, <laughs> no, so, hey, hey. Worry about that. Anti-contraband box. <laughs> yeah. Kenny, I'll, I'll leave, it, leave another question with you. Um, because, you know, kind of your vision is what we have for Veteran Trash Talk. And hopefully soon we'll have our first hard stand structure of where people can get together. Uh, and we don't want to replace the VFW, but the VFW didn't listen yeah, to we, us. What we do. Uh, we yeah, Actually, we do, buddy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, we want to replace yeah. the VFW because uh, although we love that we love our Vietnam veterans more than anything in the world. They were our first biggest audience when we started this page. It's the GWAT population is coming, right? And we don't want spaghetti dinners in bush light. They don't either, though. I know they don't. I know. Like, like it's just, it's fucking boring, okay? And so we're going to try to create the new VFW uh, and, you know, where people can hang out and, our, our idea is to have, you know, businesses like yours, like their QR codes on the wall, you know? So are you a mountain biker? Bam, QR code right there. All right. These guys are doing awesome shit in these 16 cities, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I love that idea. And, but like I said, the, the best part of veteran trash talk is the fact that we get to meet people like you. We get to meet all kinds of these nonprofits and these, these things. And right away when you started talking about your cognitive, uh, you know, issues with the TBI, you know, we, one of our first guests was Dr. Juan from Waven Neuroscience. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Have you I have. That? Yeah. And so I'm actually going to see him next week. Oh, you are? Yeah. Which is going to be really cool. I see him on Facebook occasionally. Like, yeah, like have cool. you reached out to him ever? No, um, I Reach out oh, to him because yeah. guess what? You get a free trip to Newport Beach, California. He'll take right? care of you, man. And, and, and you get to you know stay in the beach house and like and then they put all those magnets and shit on your brain and that, that dude's a solid fucking dude, man. Dude, he's fucking yeah. 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 He, was, he worked for NASA too. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. You know, um, and they probably were, got all the magnets from the Stargate. From the Stargate and the Germans. <laughs> you, you so. We are just solving it all today, aren't we? We have yeah. weapons yeah. of mass destruction. Yeah. We're actually the Stargate. We also, we also want to hook him up with Colin from uh, the uh, the Warrior Ride Foundation too. That's quite yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, I'm actually we'll talk. We'll have to talk after the show. Yeah, after the show, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about. I'm thinking about. I think the back of your jersey should say "Quit being a triggered pansy." Yeah, <laughs> better trash talk. So we'll sponsor it. or grub works on there. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, actually that's, or something like if if you're reading this. 
that's probably a lot pedal harder right oh, like yeah. that's why perfect are you, <laughs> why are you so slow why are you so slow yeah that's our signature shirt is the equipment <laughs> the pants up. so uh, <laughs> and, and, but yeah so that, that i guess i still have not asked you the question um that i was leading into but yeah like when you get to these when you get to this point like can you do you got any stories of like you know like a success story where you know veterans have come by because we all we already know this especially people with common sense is isolation is one of the biggest factors to suicide whether you're a veteran or not like mm-hmm. you you start to coach yourself that you're the only one that thinks a certain way right and it's like then you start becoming <laughs> depressed have you ever seen that where you know in your rise where people come out and you just you just see a connection and then you see like you know growth and healing just give us a story about that Oh man, like we have way too many of those to be a hundred percent honest. Pick yeah, your like best uh, one. Oh, share God. one, brother. Share one. Okay. Uh and you don't have to name any names or anything. Let's see here. Actually, well, it, part of it is uh so one of one of our guys here uh locally uh used to ride mountain bikes as a kid and just didn't do it. Uh and my very first event he showed up. Um and didn't have a bike and I let him borrow actually my daughter's bike. <laughs> so it was a little too small for him, but he chugged along and just did it. And like, he got hooked. Um, he was kind of, uh, dealing with his own demons at that point. And, um, and since then he's been on every ride that I've had in Oregon since, um, he over the winter, like he unfortunately had, uh, is going through a divorce and is just dealing with his own stuff. And like you said, self-isolation. Um, and then he's got his own business. He's running, but he is taking a step back from bikes and like here in Oregon, we can't really ride during the winter because it's so wet and gross. So chickens, <laughs> but uh, snow tires on. Uh, I still do it, but Put some Mr. chains <laughs> on those bikes, <laughs> right? Like I, I'll still go out. I'll get them and gross. I don't care, but oh. a lot of people don't like it. Uh, but we, we had a, a ride come up actually a couple months ago. I had to cancel the ride just because it started like dumping snow and hail, but we had a group meetup at a brewery and uh, I knew he wasn't coming to the ride, but I still called Think him. Think my language. Uh, <laughs> and I called him. I said, Hey, come out to this, uh, like come out and just hang out. Like I, there's no reason to not come out. We're not riding bikes. Just come out and hang out. And him coming out, he like saw the group again and that like reinvested him into the group and to watch him kind of come in kind of, on uh, on a low and leave on an extreme high and he said thank you so much for inviting me like this changed my entire day my entire outlook i'm 1000 percent back in like next ride i'm coming out 100 percent. that's all it takes man yeah and it's just it's just those little things like you get uh, it's hard in my like from my position i am so invested in every single person that i've tried or that has reached out for our program i am trying my best to be individually invested, but it's grown so much. It's gotten so hard. So, um, but being tuned in on those type of things, um, when people are starting to self-isolate and re- reminding them that that group is still available and other people are there to help and support them. And I think it's changing lives on a daily basis. I really truly believe that. I love absolutely. It. Yeah, this absolutely. Like this episode, this is our, this is our, our therapy, you know, yeah. Well, buddy doesn't require therapy because he was on yeah. spiker on deployments in a bus. Yeah, he had a bus. He had a bus. They had three, actually stuff, three different you know? bus lines. Ooh, three well, different Nick and I, bus well, lines. Nick and I were getting mortared every day, getting <laughs> oh, shot at. Oh, you know, yeah. it's, it's oh, fine, buddy. Actually so, fighting like, the war. 
Buddy's PTSD might have come from because like the chow hall ran out of bread or something, or one yeah, night they didn't and, do and, midnight and chow. Let's, let's be perfectly honest. The, reason the bus wasn't the bus, be, the bus route changed, or you know, like let's yeah, be perfectly that, honest. Let's be perfectly honest. The reason Buddy went special forces was because he was the only guy in two P to never shoot his rifle. So yeah. he was like, I really got to find a way to get yeah. into the shit, That's you know? And so. So, but this is art therapy you know, every like, Saturday, even buddies. Therapy. Purpose. I just needed some excitement. Yeah. And, and it's okay. Like, oh man, you know, yeah. you know, <laughs> Daniel Booger, God rest his soul. Oh, I, I went, I went on R and R with him and we're, sit, we're sitting there and there's this, there's like this major, and then there's like this private, and then like a specialist on this bus line that we're on. like, there's a fucking bus line here. And actually, we're on the yellow bus line, not the green one. We're going to Salsa tonight, right? So like, we're on the, we're on, the, we're on the bus line, and uh, this, 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 sir, did you hear that mortar round landed right outside the gate? You know, and scary. Uh, yeah, scary. And like, she's like, I was like, oh my god, what do I do? And Danny's a staff sergeant at the time, you know, a good leader. Uh, Two purple hearts already. Yeah, one of the like, best. Danny is yeah. the G. One and, of the know, best and, human beings. Just like, yeah. yeah. And like, so he's sitting there and I can see him starting to get fucking agitated. <laughs> right. And I'm sitting there like, I was like, and I, I'm just like a specialist, you know, I'm like, Hey, sorry. like, it's cool, man. Like these people suck, you know, like, don't worry about it. And then, uh, and then, then this, then we stop and then the people get on and this major kind of realizes that Danny's not happy with this conversation. Right. And this major is actually a big, uh, he's one of them. I'm a big fan of him now because of the way he handled this, but then other people get on and it's a Sergeant major. Right. And then there's a couple of E sevens and the Sergeant major is like, where are you guys going? We're like, Hey, Sergeant major, uh, we're just headed up to, uh, you know, get some pizza hut or something. We don't know. We've never been on the fucking base like this, you know, like we're like, we'll, we'll get some pizza. And he says, uh, well, you know, those boots are pretty, and the uniform is pretty disgusting. You know, yeah. it says that to Danny. That's a war horse, too. Yeah, and uh, and this major goes, hey, Sergeant Major. I'm, he's like, I think you should just go sit down over there. He's like, <laughs> he goes, he goes. these guys obviously are fighting a different fight than we are over here. And I was like, that guy's a fucking G. Like, yeah. that, that major rules. <laughs> that <laughs> so, happened at War Horse. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't let us in the chow hall because we were dirty. Like, the MP stopped us and said, you can't come in here looking like this. We were like, that, we're only here happened. for one hour. <laughs> We're here for one hour, and then we're going to go back and live out in that city for the next week or week and a half. And then Captain Goldtree, man, and Chavez just oh, oh it was <laughs> nah. we went and ate. But yeah, then we, like, got, we got we got our food. We were filthy though. We that did. happened. Uh, <laughs> that, that happened. That happened to us on uh, to crit at one point. Uh, this is when I missed the bus, so I was late getting there. I was anyway. say, anyway, yeah, yeah. That happened. Yeah. At, uh, that happened to us to crit at one point, and then we. Uh, we reminded the guard at the at the chow hall that we had live ammunition. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you see that? You see that? You gotta, we got the, these are we got real. We got the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell this story over time because I mean we're getting off topic here. And uh, but my still my favorite in Bakuba when they attached. Uh, um, were you in Bakuba, Kenny? With uh with our, with the uh, with your units. No, I was uh, inner city Baghdad both the okay. Yeah. Uh so we had the six nine cab was there. Uh and the dragoons, uh so like, whatever they were called. Um, but they wanted a female to come with us. So that, so if they had to search females, you know, when we're going on these raids. And uh her name was Good Soldier. She was Native American. Uh she was 
gangster yeah. dude. Yeah, and she's like, Are you guys putting face powder? And we're like, Yeah. He's like, Why? And I'm like, Because it fucking psychs us up and fucking it's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, Have you yeah. ever I'm like, you I'm like, have you ever seen the look on somebody's face when you're it's two o'clock in the morning and you're looking yeah. in there? Like you look yeah. down, and you on just them. got fucking stripes on your face. And you like, just got yeah, yeah. So, everywhere, and you're like, "Hey, so, you should so, wake up." And they're like, <laughs> and I was, I was, I was like, "Do you want some?" She's like, "Yeah." So I started fucking, you know, marking her up, and she was, she was all gangster to go. And then she's got this M16 with a 203 on it, you know. And she's like, "I'm like, are you a 203 gunner?" She's like, "No, they just, this is what they gave me," you know. And I'm like, "She's like, I'm like, do you have?" Do you have any rounds? And I just got promoted to E5, so now I have to do my PCIs, you know. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, do you have any rounds? She's like, no, they didn't give me any rounds. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then she had like three dummy two or three rounds, like the training rounds. <laughs> right. And I go, where the fuck do you think we're going? Yeah, this isn't training. <laughs> this is like we're about to go into Bakuba. Like, yeah, this is about to. It's just about to get hot. <laughs> like, so I was like, I was like, All right, here's three magazines, you know. I was like. Don't shoot unless like we fucking like, just shoot point and gun in the same direction everybody else is. <laughs> kind of like the old black clock. She hustled though. But, she got yeah, after it. When yeah. I'm shooting, when we're shooting that way, you shoot that way too. <laughs> so I was like, and then I'll throw you a couple of two or three rounds if we get into it. Um, but yeah, that yeah, we got kind of got way off topic there, telling our war stories, but with the therapy. Um, but no, Kenny, it was a, it was fucking awesome having you on. I knew like I just I don't I don't bike. But I and again, I'm I'm not the kind of person like we talked about earlier in the show where all of a sudden I don't he like bikers. How to ride a bike. I don't like yeah. bikers. Like it's 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 when I saw it, I was like this seems like something that could be really awesome for the veteran community. Like really awesome. Like get out there and go ride. And uh, I'm gonna get on the horn with uh, Ryan at Tenth Mountain Whiskey, uh, which I've been drinking their potato vodka today. All right, so uh, out in Vail, Colorado. Must be nice, Nick. Yeah, I mean, you guys just gotta order it, but um. So no, we'll get, <laughs> we're all shout out to Tenth Mountain. I love shout out to Tenth Mountain. Mountain, right? They they yeah. they get, they, they our get states the, are dumb. So like Nick just gets all the orders, and we're yes. sponsored by them. We love you guys, Tenth Mountain Whiskey, because you've been with us since the jump. Yeah, and Nick and just gets good. loaded up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really good. It's we just drank a bottle. We just drank a bottle of cordial, buddy. But um, yeah, that, that vodka is it's good too. Yeah, it's, I love so, Kenny. Vodka. I'm gonna I'm gonna look you guys up so that I guarantee you he'll sponsor a ride in Vale. So like you guys go do that, and the nerd distilleries, and we really need to come out cool. there then too. Yeah, we're we're going out there for that, hundred percent, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So yeah, we'll set yeah. that up. But uh, yeah, hey, uh, before Buddy gets to the AR, can you give us some last words? Man, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, this has been an awesome experience, and uh, thanks for having me and let me share what we got going on and helping the community as a whole. Well, I'm super proud to be doing what I'm doing and sharing it with guys like you that are doing the same thing. Hell yeah. All right, buddy. AAR time. Two oh, pages he's got his notes. notes. Yeah. Two, two pages of notes guys. All oh, right. Oh, so okay. first, thing, first things first, forget what you think, you know, about the G watt. That shit was all about intergalactic travel to go fuck aliens up. Like we're picking in, <laughs> We're kicking in Stargate doors. We're jumping on the other side. We're grabbing space, hashtag by space force. Yep. Hashtag grabbing lizard people by their tails and beating other lizard people to death with their own old off lizard tail. That's what we're doing. Damn. Uh, the book of the book of Burl is the same book of Burl as the book of Burl is almost every time. Uh, stop being a triggered pansy. 
uh, own up to your own shit. No one else has to care about your shit. It's what it basically boils down to. We just sometimes he changes the words around a little bit. It was the same thing. <laughs> just stop being a bitch. Uh, let's see. And then we got uh, <laughs> Kenneth Stone. We got Kenneth Stone, or as I'm going to refer to him from now on, uh, Kenny Cap Scout. That's your <laughs> that's your character for me from now on. He's Kenny Cap Scout. Anyway, uh, and uh, Kenny, Kenny says that you can ride bikes j- just like him, and you should. Uh, and it turns out there's a crazy theory out there that doing things that interest you with people that have the same shared experiences as you helps to reveal that you aren't as fucked up as you think you are and uh, and and that you won't ever be able to get any better because other people are getting better in groups where they have shared experience and they're sharing experiences that are fun. Um, it turns out that equals hope. And hope, my friends, is all you fucking deserve. Like, you get hope, you do with it what you can, and then you bear responsibility. Oh, look at all those hearts and that. likes, buddy, you're getting right now. Yeah, a lot of hearts on that, buddy. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, I didn't know you had your feminine side. Look at you, buddy. Yeah, I am really <laughs> dropping my dick off and drinking some Bud Light, guys. I've got two downstairs. I'm about to, I'm about to go get that. About to go get fucked up on that tranny fluid. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, hey, great episode. A lot of fun, brother. Um, we're definitely going to talk for a few minutes after this. Uh, love what you're doing. You're obviously extremely passionate about it. And again, like Buddy just alluded to, like it's all about therapy, getting together with you know like-minded individuals who speak that warrior language, you know. And that's what we do every Saturday. So, you know, thumbs up to you. I see this going a lot further. Um, I, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. If anybody had tuned in late, go to veteranchashtalk.com. That has the links to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Shopify, which we have all this awesome merch. All right. Shop.betterandtrashtalk.com. Nice shirt, buddy. Um, go check out some of our merch. Buy some shirts. Oh, support the cause. And uh, we'll catch you guys next Saturday. Faceman VTT out.